0: Bogut, to the and he jammed it,
1: oh my goodness, blocked by Bogut,
0: the Warriors big man joins our big man, the Andrew Bogut Show with Mr. T, now here's Tom Tolbert, Ray Tom Tolbert with you. It's nice to welcome back Andrew Bogut to the show. I want to thank Draymond Green for stepping in for a number of weeks while Andrew was out getting ready to get back with the team. He was a lot of fun to talk to, but it's good to have the Warriors center back in the mix. Andrew, how you doing, man?
2: Not too bad. How you on.
0: Tremendous. So uh, just give me an idea of what your body felt like, what your leg felt like when you came back this time as opposed to when you came back earlier in the year.
2: Oh, I like day difference. Yeah. Um, night and day difference. I'd compared the first time, it kind of felt a little bit jello-like. You know, um, it wasn't as as strong as I would have liked. And, um, you know, I I wanted to come back and play and give it a go. And obviously it wasn't ready Um, right now. It um, it, it just feels much stronger, much more flexible. Um, You know, obviously I get some soreness after games, which is perfectly normal. and I can deal with the pain. Um, But just knowing that I've got the confidence now to have the strength to push off, um, you know, in a 48-minute game, whether I play 20 minutes or, or 25 or whatever it is, um, is, is definitely helping me.
0: So we've gone from jello to, like, maybe chuck steak now, a little bit, a little tighter, a little tougher.
2: <laughs> even tighter, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's as good as, as strong as it's going to get. I've done a lot of work with it in that two months I was out, um, and it's, it's, it's very, very strong. It's, it's probably even stronger than my other ankle at the moment.
0: What about the the lungs? You Because I've always felt you can do as much conditioning as you want to on the side, play as many... Pick up games, work out five-on-five. Five. There's nothing like getting out there in a game and reacting, and that's still something that takes a little bit of time to build that wind up.
2: Yeah, it definitely does. Um, you, you're perfectly right about um, no matter how much you run on a treadmill or a little cool, it's just not the same. Um, you go out, you've got you know, the anxiety of fans watching you and the pressure, and your heart rate's already beating, so um, you know the conditioning is very hard to simulate. Situation, but I think um, I'm definitely ahead of where I thought I'd be. I'm not I'm not sucking too much anymore, um, but there's definitely room for improvement.
1: Are you in your mind ready to extend to about thirty, thirty one, thirty two minutes yet?
2: Uh very close, very close. Um, um, the plan was to get to All Star break with the minute limit and the back to back hold holding back on one of the back to backs um, each each set, and then and then reevaluating after All Star break, but um, you know, it's a very touchy kind of situation right now because of, of of the history of this injury and what's happened at the start of the season. So everyone just kind of wants me on the court, and you know, we don't want to rush it. But at the same time, you know, the time's going to come where I'm going to get the, the reins taken off and, and and go guns a blazing and, and see how it goes.
1: Is that something where you're going to have to go to Mark, or he's going to come to you?
2: Uh, we've got a great communication. I mean, Coach has been great, um, and he's been very supportive of everything the doctors have said and. Um, the back-to-backs with the doctor's decision coming back this time, um, I actually talked them into <laughs> lifting the the minutes up to 25 instead of 18, just because I felt like I was I was sitting for too long and getting getting way too stiff, and and they uh, they allowed me that one. But in their negotiation, they uh, they took away the back-to-back. So, um, pretty good situation for me just to be back on the court. But after All-Star break, let's hope that um, the rain can come off and I can be back back at it.
0: Good thing you're not playing with Kobe. He'd have you playing 45 minutes and your tibia would have broken already.
2: <laughs> yeah they they've they got, they've got a little bit of issues over there and there's um, with, with power going on now as well so they've uh, they've definitely got some some issues
1: yeah he's gonna play tonight, but he's just gonna hop
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll play with one arm
0: absolutely one arm one leg get your ass out there. I need another championship I can do uh Andreww to be joining us weekly uh we're three and one since uh, Andrew has come back in the games that he's played uh, about three blocks seven and a half rebounds. Ten points in limited minutes and let's go back to the houston game what upset you guys most and i guess i shouldn't say you i don't know if you were upset about it but i know coach jackson was upset about it was the fact they were purposely going for threes at the end of the game trying to break the record or was it the fact that patrick beverly someone that no one knew existed maybe until that game dunked it and then hopped along the uh staring at the bench on the way back down up 30 plus points
2: it was a tough one for us. First and foremost, we we definitely give the Houston Rockets credit. They, they played a hell of a game. I mean, to to hit that many threes in a game, you know, they, they shot better from three, way better from three than they did from inside the three. Um, it was just one of those games you have in the NBA, and I haven't, I haven't been part of one like that in my career. I mean, we're closing these guys out full speed and contesting them at the three-point line, and they're just fine at the bottom of the net, so well, kudos to them um the way the end of the game you know obviously finished it wasn't wasn't great from anyone's part um but at the same time that, that's part of the NBA game i guess we you know the old the old warriors probably would have would have um you know walked off and, and, and not been bothered by it but we we were irked a little bit by it but at the same time you know they'll go for a record and we didn't want to let you know let a team get a record on us so i guess you know it was a, it was a chess battle towards the end even though the the the, the result was meaningless cuz yeah. by 25 30 um, we definitely weren't going to have it team try to get a record on us.
0: Well, didn't you think, because I thought, I mean, you guys were guarding the three-point line. Beverly goes down and dunks. Okay, you know, we're giving you that if you want it because we don't want you to shoot a three. And up to that point, I didn't really have much of a problem with what's going on. It's 24-second shot clock, and they're going to do what they do. they got a bunch of guys playing that don't get a chance to play. But when you dunk it and you have to turn around to show someone the name on the back of your jersey for them to know who you are, you probably shouldn't be preening along the sideline when you're up 30 points. That, that to me, was a, a little much.
2: Yeah, and I think that's probably what, what started the fire on our bench. You know, a lot of guys you know, weren't, 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 weren't too happy with that because, you know, the, the game was over, let's be honest. There yeah. was three or four minutes left. The game, the result was a given, and in those situations, you want to first and foremost make sure that no one gets hurt in those last four minutes, and, and the game just gets played out and the clock gets run out. Um, you never want to see guys coming in and padding their stats and, and trying and to showboat, and I guess, you know, a couple of our guys took exception to the, the stare down of our bench and and responded to it, um, you know, with a little bit of physicality. But you know, these these things happen. Um, but like, like I said earlier, we'd rather much uh, much rather have um, teams now hating us than liking us because teams used to love playing against the Warriors. And if teams are going to hate playing against us, you know, in the future, we'll, we'll take that.
0: Well, it was fun, wasn't it? I mean, when you were, I, I remember, I remember when I was playing for the Warriors, teams loved to play play us uh we weren't a great team we're about 500 and i'm sure when you were with the bucks it was a it's a fun game to play because you go up and down you're going to get some numbers in that game it's not going to be overly physical so you don't have to worry too much about a 40 minute grind it's just kind of like playing ball at the park where you just get to go up and down and have a good time and run up and shoot some shots and everybody gets shots up and score and you know you'd like to win but either way they win or lose you know it's going to be kind of a fun game to play in
2: yeah, exactly, and we're, we're trying to change that. Yep. You know, we don't we don't want it to be a fun, a fun experience for anybody at all. We wanna we wanna try and make it physical and 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 just make sure that if you know they beat us, you know they're gonna feel it in the morning kind of attitude. But um, nothing nothing cheap, nothing dirty, but just physical basketball, um, which is what what teams obviously used to do to the Warriors and, and beat them. And we think we need to do that to to be consistent in this league.
1: So who's gonna get the first really hard pick when Houston plays at Oakland next week? <laughs>
2: I always said hard pick, so uh, <laughs> whoever's in the immediate is going to get it. But um, Like I said, you, you never want to do nothing dirty or nothing cheap. Um, that, that's, that's probably the worst thing you want to do is, is, is injure somebody or, or purposely take someone out and hurt them and, and put, put them out of games. But um, you, you definitely want to have a physicality about yourself. Probably the last couple of games, we haven't been great with that. Um, we definitely need to get better, but um, we'll keep plugging away.
0: Were there things you looked at over the past couple of games, and of course you didn't play in the game last night against against the Thunder, you had 19 turnovers. You can't do that against a good team like Oklahoma City, wherever you play them, certainly at their place. But were there things in the last couple losses that you looked at and said to yourself, we need to change these uh, for the upcoming games? It's the NBA, and these games are going to happen occasionally, although you don't like to lose two in a row. There are other good players as well. How How did you guys view the last two games?
2: Yeah, I think, I think we just had a bit of slippage effort-wise and, and defensively we've, we've been terrible. Um, you know, Houston was a mix of bad defense and very tricky shooting and then it was the opposite yesterday. We gave up a lot of um, straight-line drives to the rim. There wasn't a whole lot of um, resistance. Mm-hmm. Um, they were kind of scoring at ease and, and we we'll turn the ball over. You know, when we turn the ball over, um, you know, we really struggle because it hurts our, our defensive transition just, just goes to to poop because we we can't get back. You know, you you turn the ball over and then you're sprinting back and the athletes that the teams have um, these days are just going to come down and get alley-oops and dunks. So we know if we limit our turnovers and and we rebound and and, and have effort defensively, um, we'll be in most games and have a chance to win those games.
1: Are you surprised when either your team or the team you're playing against doesn't put in a a defensive effort the way you're supposed to? I mean, it, it seems like that's the one that would be more galling than just having a bad offensive night?
2: Um, yeah, no. It's, it's, it's tough sometimes because, you know, the Houston game, for instance, the guys hit three or four threes, and then your natural inclination is, I don't want to help off this guy because he's killing me. Um, but then that hurts your team defense. So um, all of a sudden you want you want to stand closer to him on, on, on the opposite side of the floor, and then someone, someone drives on that other side and gets a straight line drive, and there's no help there all of a sudden because you're worried about your man. So... They're all things that play on your mind as a player, and, and we need to just stick to our defensive principles. And if teams beat us like, like Houston did, you know we're going to have to live and die by that. We, we don't think many teams are going are to shoot the ball like that against us again. And if they do, they deserve the win. Um, but once you start you know, second-guessing yourself and, and taking it a little personal that you want to stop your man, it kind of affects team defense. And, and that happens in the NBA a lot, and that's, that's when you get the breakdowns.
0: And that's the deal, right? I mean, when you when you help, you have to know someone is going to help you. You have exactly to have right. trust... Yeah. your teammates because that's when things start breaking down a little bit sometimes you know you need to help but you got a guy who's concerned with his man and he's not going to help you so then you don't help because you don't want to look in the box score and see that your guy you know jammed 29 points against you so it's got to be complete trust on everyone's part that look if i help someone's going to help me and then someone's going to help you and we all work as a unit out there
2: yeah everyone needs to be on a string and that's exactly right the good teams that 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 are on a string and, and pack the pain and make teams shoot the ball well from outside to beat them. Usually have a lot of success in the regular season and the playoffs, and, and, and we've, we've been there this season. We've done it this season, but we've probably had a little bit of slippage the last couple of games. But uh, we, we, you know we're focused to get that back.
0: Since you just played them last night, and I know it seems like midway part of the, every NBA season, everybody kind of has their front runner for MVP, and sometimes that carries over to the end of the season. Although last year I think LeBron James kind of reeled everybody in the last month. Of the season. Kevin Durant is a fantastic basketball player. So is Chris Paul for the, the Clippers. But in my opinion, I'll see if uh, you agree with me, Andrew, that I mean, LeBron James is the best. I mean, and I, I think he's clearly the best. Maybe not by a great margin like Jordan was when he was playing, but if you factor in passing, defense, attacking, everything that guy can do, I don't care who wins the MVP this year. I'm saying you can give it to LeBron every year and not be wrong.
2: Yeah, exactly right. And LeBron's you know, he's he's that one in a million that, that one in a billion probably that comes and just has all those tools, you know, like that you mentioned and for him to be able to affect the game in, in five, six, seven, eight areas it's it's unbelievable. But I'll tell you what, I mean Durant's Durant's getting there. I mean yeah. he's um you know, seen him firsthand yesterday he's, there's no way he's six nine, six ten, he's he's a seven footer, um playing the, the two three spot. Very long arms, athletic, he can def- he can defend too and he you know, got an unbelievable touch so um those two guys, I mean, they're, they're the best in that league at the moment and they will be for a long time.
0: What do you think the future of the postman is in the NBA? Because it seems like every 6'11", 7-footer now wants to step out and, and hit threes and cross over and be able to be a versatile player instead of guarding the paint, scoring on the blocks, blocking shots, being physical. It seems like the more time goes on, the fewer those guys that we have. What do you think about the, the future of the post player? And are we going to get to a point where we just don't really have those guys anymore because no one's been taught how to play the post and no one wants to play the post?
2: Yeah, it's a bit of both. I think it's been phased out by the game as well a little bit, you know, yeah. with, with three seconds and defensive three seconds and and then, you know, they're allowing a little more f- physicality when you go for steals. You can get a little bit of the arm these days, so it takes away um, a guy a guy getting back down like back in the day where they used to just back you down and shoot over you. His double team's coming now and a lot of teams are playing in the zone as well, so I think one through four at least on the floor I have to be able to shoot the ball these days to to be competitive in the NBA. But um, I don't think you'll ever lose it totally. But um, at the same time, I think you know the, the game is definitely changing. It's becoming more of an up and down type style, and um, it's more reliant on on everyone being able to be skilled rather than just having two or three skilled guys and then a, and then a big you know huge strong guy in the middle. I think yeah, those those days are definitely becoming uh, less and less.
0: So what do we got in tap for uh, Memphis today? Got some uh, nice barbecue place picked out.
2: Yeah, I think we're supposed to be going somewhere tonight. A couple of the fellas, hopefully, um, just gonna be careful with the barbecue that you don't get anything uh, in, in the old stomach for the game tomorrow. But um, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll, go, we'll go out and see uh, see what Memphis has to offer.
1: Yeah, so that's... basically, the number of ribs you have tonight will determine whether you play Friday or Saturday. <laughs>
2: Essentially, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta be careful. You know, uh, especially the barbecue stuff can it can definitely put some extra skin folds on you. So uh, you gotta take it a little bit easy.
0: Yeah, you don't want to be going out there for jump ball and the Model T starts going, boom, boom, <laughs> boom, 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 That is <laughs> never get to get to good. Go the game, yeah. <laughs> Was that coleslaw? That is never solid. <laughs> hey, Andrew, appreciate the time. I'm glad you're back uh, on the court, glad you're back doing the show with us, and we'll look forward to talking to you next week, man.
1: No worries,
2: guys. Cheers about me. Thanks,
0: Thanks Andrew.